It is 5.30 in the morning. Thunder and lightning woke me up. I was like, you know what? Let's do a podcast. Edge of Your Seat podcast. July 29th at 5.30 in the morning. What a great way to start your day, right? That's what I think anyway. We have a lot to talk about. A lot of awesomeness in this episode. We are at episode 190, Edge of Your Seat podcast. Seems crazy. We're inching towards 200. It's coming, like right around the corner. I am your host, Brandon Lachance. Our special, special guest today is Seneca's now-graduated Brooklyn Gertz. Brooklyn Gertz, fantastic basketball player, fantastic volleyball player, and then goes on and lights it up at the IHSA state track meet, taking home four medals. Yeah, four medals her senior year. So she did it big. COVID-19 happened, made things weird. She's like, doesn't matter. I'm doing my best. I'm going to put in an effort and take all the accomplishments I can. And that's exactly what she did. And we talk all about this in our conversation. Talk about her year at Seneca, her last year. We talk about her future, everything going on with Brooklyn Gertz. Don't know where you're listening to this episode of Edge of Your Seat Podcast, but you can listen to all the previous 189 episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and our website, rss.com backslash podcasts with an S backslash edge of your seat podcast. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, edge of your seat podcast and Twitter, edge of your seat P. Huge shout out to Brian Cavelli, the mastermind behind the intro and outro beat for Edge of Your Seat Podcast. My homie from SIU, great dude, great producer. And he did a great job with this one. We gotta start with the Olympics, right? It's been crazy, a lot of drama, a lot of fun, a lot of medals. Gotta start with the Olympics. Our Olympics segment is brought to you by Shimmer Mendota Ford, a community dealership that is here for you. We got to start with Regan Smith. Regan Smith has family members in the area. Her grandmother lived in Lostant until 2019. So she's not in the area anymore. However, she has an aunt in Oglesby, an uncle in Peru, and another uncle in Ottawa. So Regan Smith still has tons of family in the area. And she is representing them at the Olympics very, very, very well. She won a bronze in the 100-meter backstroke and then a silver medal at the 200-meter in the backstroke. Watched that last night, and I'm watching like, man, could she medal? Could she medal? And then the end was coming, and I'm like, could she get gold? Could she get gold? She couldn't catch up to gold, but she got the silver. That is amazing. Great, great talent. Amazing swim. An amazing swimmer. Reagan is only 19 years old, lives out in Lakeville, Minnesota. She holds the world records for the 100 and 200 backstroke. And at the semifinal, before even the final to get a medal, in the 100 backstroke, she set the Olympic record 57.86 seconds. Congratulations to Reagan Smith and everything she is doing. I know she's putting giant smiles on the faces of her family and herself of course there's a meme out right now on twitter after she won the silver in the 200 meter her facial expression her mouth is wide open her eyes are bug-eyed like 
She couldn't believe what she just did. Believe it. You did it. Good job. The Olympics are from July 23rd to August 8th. So, we're about halfway through. Almost halfway through. And we have a medal count. So, 5.30 a.m. July 29th. Japan has the most gold medals at 15. China is second with 14. And USA is in third with 13 gold medals. However, in terms of total medals, USA has 37. China has 29. Japan has 24. And Russia, who is fifth in gold medals, has 26 total medals. Highlights from USA Olympics. First ever three-on-three basketball competition and United States women take the gold. Lots of fun to watch. I was watching it the other day. You're not going to look for defense. It's all offense and rebounds. And it's kind of like a game of 21 with a time clock. But it was really, really fun to watch. Fast pace, kind of like our life today. Like we like everything fast and right now. So it was kind of cool. And a 10-minute game, yeah, why not? Let's check it out. United States beat the Russians 18-15 in the final. Watching what I did, Stephanie Dawson and Kelsey Plum are now a couple of my favorite basketball players. They got the job done. Dawson is tall, big, uses her body, rebounds, puts her right back up. Very hard to stop her. Kelsey Plum, man, determination of an Allen Iverson, the handles of an Allen Iverson, shoots the three, shoots the mid-range, takes it to the bucket, plays defense. It was a lot of fun to watch those two play. Staying in the basketball realm of things, USA, after getting all kinds of criticism about falling to France in the first game of the Olympics for them, blow out Iran 120-66. to Damian Lillard, 21 points. Kevin Durant scores 10 points. Not a lot of points, but it moves him five shy of Carmelo Anthony's USA record in the Olympics. So he scores five more points. He's going to tie Carmelo Anthony. Six points. He takes a record. So I'm guessing by the end of this, Kevin Durant is going to have the record by a good 100 points. Devin Booker had 16. Jason Tatum, 14. In our Chicago Bowl, our guy, Zach Levine, 13 points. It's cool. It's a good get back in it win. Have your country bang behind you again. You know, I don't think we're like totally not behind them, but it's USA basketball and we expect wins. Uh, That's what we expect. Blame the 1992 Dream Team who started this and it's kind of continued from there. But we think that we should get the gold medal every single Olympics. And with this team, yeah, I would too. Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, two of the league's top 10 players, Durant a top three player. Devin Booker has Devin Booker has moved himself into a superstar role after this past playoff. Jason Tatum is a star, probably about to become a superstar. Zach Levine. I'm in the Chicago area. I love the Bulls, my favorite team ever, so I might have a biased opinion, but Zach Levine is a star moving on to maybe be a superstar. That's a bigger maybe between Jason Tatum and Devin Booker. Devin Booker, I think, is already a superstar. But they beat Iran. I don't know any very successful basketball players from Iran. I really don't. 
France, they have a couple, and they got some NBA guys on that team, including Rudy Gobert, the three-time reigning defensive player of the year in the NBA, and helped the Utah Jazz be the number one team in the Western Conference. A little more competitive. USA has to do this against everybody, not just the bad teams. But it was a great win. I liked to see it. When it popped up on my phone while I was at work, I was like, yes, let's go. The USA softball team fell in the gold medal game to Japan 2-0. A freak, crazy double play ends a rally. It was fun. I didn't watch it live. I had it taped, and then I went back and watched it. They played, they played a good game. I mean, you can't hate on them. They needed a rally. They went for it and got snuffed out. I mean, it happens. It's sports. I'm all about the gold medals, but, you know, silver for a sport that we really don't look at as predominant in United States, this definitely helps solidify it as an Olympic sport and as something U.S. players, athletes should look into and that they want to play for, and this is a huge thing. Let's make United States great at softball every year, and this is a great start to that. One of my favorite Olympic sports, swimming. I love swimming. I love the track. I love the gymnastics just because we don't really see it except every four years. In this case, five years. There was not the Olympics last year because of COVID-19, but we don't see them every year. There's no leagues, nothing like that. So when they come around for the Olympics, world championships, things like that, they're a lot of fun to watch, a lot of fun to pay attention to. And again, they're fast. They're bang, bang. It's not a two-hour dive into session. It's not a soccer game. It's a two-minute fly through the pool, minute and a half fly around a track, and call it a day. It's fun. It's adrenaline. It's exciting. And it's exciting for Katie Ledecky. Wins a gold medal in the 1,500-meter freestyle, the first ever time that it's been in the Olympics. She's the first gold medal for the 1,500-meter freestyle. This coming after placing fifth in the 200 freestyle, and she won a silver medal in the 400 freestyle. Katie Leducky's 24 years old, so probably see her at the next Olympics at 28. This is her sixth gold medal. She had five before this. Wins her sixth with the 1,500. That's crazy. And that gold medal that she received is the 250th U.S. gold medal in swimming events. That's pretty impressive. 250 gold medals in swimming. Katie Leducky has six of those. Good for her. It's fun to watch. It was not fun to watch. Actually, there was nothing to watch. It was actually we heard or we read Simone Biles pulling out of the Olympics for mental health reasons. I give her all the props in the world. She said, hey, I'm not doing good myself. I don't want to hurt my team. I'm going to take myself out of the Olympics. It's sad because the team, U.S. team, women gymnastics, finished second with a silver medal right behind Russia. This is the first Olympics or World Games that U.S. has lost since 2010. If they would have won the team event, it would have been their fourth Olympics that they've won in a row. So it's sad that Simone Biles takes herself out, and that's kind of why USA probably loses, 
But in the terms of mental health and everything that we have been through as a society, as U.S. citizens, as the world, everybody has went through this. It makes sense. And hopefully she is getting taken care of to put herself back in the right mind frame. Mentioning that the U.S. women's team gymnastics finishes second, gets a silver medal. Is that losing? I think so. Had a discussion with co-workers yesterday, and I said, if you're not winning a gold medal, then you're losing. Silver and bronze are still medals. Yeah, but they're not gold. If you don't win, you lose, right? I am not a member of the Everybody Wins Society. If you're going to be in the Olympics, if you're going to run a race, if you're going to swim in a race, if you're going to play a basketball game, a basketball league, a football league, a football game, etc., 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 there's one winner. Everybody else is losers. It's sorry to say that, and that sounds harsh, but that's reality. There's one gold medal for the best at what they're doing. Everybody else loses. There's so much competition that they award a second and a third place. Fantastic. I am not taking away the efforts, the success, the accomplishment of winning a silver or bronze. But every single athlete is trying to win a gold. They will tell you, hey, this is awesome. I got a silver. I got a bronze. But they want a gold. Everybody wants a gold. So let's quit beating around the bush. If you win a gold, you won. Plain and simple. If you finish second or below, you lost. You won a silver, you won a bronze, but you didn't win the race. You're not the best. That's just reality. Silver and bronzes are cool. Way more medals than I have because I have none. I got a third place medal from a basketball tournament when I was a junior in high school. That's it. So I am not cutting down winning a silver or bronze medal. However, it's not a gold. It's not the best. So in my mind, if you didn't win a gold medal, you lost. As the Olympics march on, what I am looking forward to, I want to see the all-around women's gymnastic event. With Simone Biles, who obviously was picked to win, bowing out, I want to see how Suni Lee does. She is now the top American in this event, and she has all the possibilities to win it. So I'd love to see her get a gold medal. USA Basketball, of course, I want to see what happens there. I feel real, real hard for them not to get a gold medal with Dame Lillard, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Zach Levine. Sure, we're not talking about the Michael Jordans, Magic Johnsons, Kobe Bryants, Shaquille O'Neal's of the world. But these are polished, great, great basketball players. That's what we know in the USA. We know gold medals. I have a feeling we're going to win another one, but they have to play great basketball. If they're not playing great basketball, they can be beat, and it's been proven. So now they got to get it together and do what they got to do. And then, of course, track and field, one of my favorite Olympic events. It's so fast. It's so awesome. And you just get pumped watching these dudes and these women run so fast and jump so far. I am definitely ready to see some track and field. The Olympic segment was brought to you by Shimmer Mendota Ford. Mendota Ford is a community dealership dedicated to being community first. After a miserable 2020, in every sense of the term, Mendota Shimmer Ford wants to make and keep 
2021 as awesome as possible with style, comfort, and great deals. There are many options at Shimmer Mendota Ford as it has a huge selection of new and used vehicles on the lot and even more on the website, www.mendotaford.com. Whether you shop online or at Shimmer Mendota Ford located just south of Mendota on Highway 251, manager Ski Hartman and his associates, Jason Hintz and Doug Safranik, will use their expertise and understanding of the vehicle you're looking for to help you roll through 2021 just the way you want. Call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries at Shimmer Mendota Ford. There's some more topics we want to talk about. We'll talk about them. Put in some words from our advertisers, the great ones that we have. Let's start with Oklahoma and Texas universities notifying Big 12. We're not renewing our media rights in 2025 when they expire. We want to get out of the Big 12. We want to be part of the SEC. I think it's stupid on both teams' parts because I don't think they can match with an Alabama, with a Florida. I just don't think they can. A Clemson, an Auburn, I don't think they can. However, maybe when they move in the SEC, the top-notch players coming out of high school from a Texas, from Oklahoma, from those surrounding states, maybe they stay there instead of going to the Alabamas of the world. Maybe. I can see that. But this is getting super crazy. The Big 12 commissioner, Bob Bowsley, wrote a cease and desist letter to ESPN because he believes ESPN is involved in manipulating other conferences to shun the Big 12 and to pull Oklahoma and Texas away from them. Says that they do not want ESPN to be able to talk to anybody about the situation. ESPN answers, this letter has no merit. We're kind of not going to listen to it. So this is getting really, really chippy. This is getting nuts. Big 12 is like, hey, ESPN is interfering. We will see what happens here. You know, we've seen the law, the government get involved in other sports matters. PEDs in baseball, things of that nature. I wonder if they get involved in this. Because this is already getting heated and it has just begun. I also saw a Twitter video from Jay Billis. Jay Billis saying that he thinks in basketball terms that the ACC and the SEC should merge for a giant conference basketball-wise. That would be very, very interesting. But the way we know college sports and the conferences, the leagues, it is about to change very, very drastically. Another change, but in the NFL, but still in Texas, the Houston Texans looking to trade Deshaun Watson. I really, really, really wish Chicago Bears haven't done what they've done quarterback-wise. We have three, Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, Justin Fields. Don't know if any of them can play in the NFL at a top-notch level. Andy Dalton has for a little bit of his career. Nick Foles was a Super Bowl MVP, but has been known as a glass jaw, and he proved last year with the Bears that he just wasn't it. Justin Fields is a rookie. Great at Ohio State, but just don't know what he can do at the next level. You never know until you see it. Especially that jump from college ball to the NFL. The NFL is the elite of the elite. Doesn't matter if you're great in college. It matters what you do in the NFL when you get to the NFL. 
So we'll see what happens there. But I'm interested to see where Deshaun Watson goes. He's a great quarterback. He can move. He can throw. He makes any team that he's on better. We'll just see where he goes. Aaron Rodgers supposedly going to stay with the Green Bay Packers. He is not retiring. I kind of wanted to see him move. I was excited to see what he was going to do. Going to the Denver Broncos made all the sense in the world. Doesn't seem like it's going to happen now. What could happen right now is a good scrub-a-dub for your car. It needs to get taken care of. It gets dirty too. We don't have to just rely on rain and thunderstorms like are going on right now as we speak. You can pay for it. You can splurge on your car. You can get it taken care of professionally at Mike's Pro Shop and Sales. Mike's Pro Shop and Sales is located at 204 South Spalding Street in Spring Valley. They disinfect. They super clean. Get all that dingy, dirty, tough spots to reach that maybe you or I couldn't get. They know how to do it. They rust proof. They take care of the fabric. Your child spills something on the back seat? No worries. Mike's can get it out with their fabric care. It's a full body shop. They can do everything. And they now offer pickup and delivery services. If you're interested in all this, I know your car is. Your car is begging to be cleaned, a deep cleaning. Kind of like a pedicure, a manicure. Your car deserves it. So call 815-663-2060 or send an email to mikesproshop204 at gmail.com to make your car feel special. NBA playing tournament is going to return. I am excited about this. It was a lot of fun to watch. And it was kind of like a win or go home situation like an NCAA tournament. Only four teams from each conference. And it was cool. It's a win or go home. I like it. I'm glad they're keeping it back. We'll see how it goes from here. New York Yankees trying to acquire Texas Rangers' Joey Gallo. I mean, it makes sense. They haven't made a big move, a big purchase in a little bit. Gallo is crushing it. He was in the home run derby. Why not? Why not try to get somebody to add a spark to the Yankees or keep the spark going? Don't want to end the podcast on this, but kind of have to mention it somewhere. And I'd rather do it at the end so we can enjoy everything else before we get to it. COVID-19 striking again. The Washington Nationals, four players, eight staff members test positive. A game with the Philadelphia Phillies was postponed. I think this is just the start again. They're calling it the pandemic of the non-vaccinated. They took polls in a couple states and 97% of the people that are now getting COVID are not vaccinated. So you can have your opinion about it and whether you want to do it or you don't do it. I did get vaccinated. I have the card, not wearing a mask, feel comfortable with life. It's worth it. I was very, very pessimistic. I wasn't going to do it. But I saw nothing was happening to other people. Knew a lot of people that got it. They didn't die. They didn't get sick. Their arm got a little sore. Whatever. But if it's going to prolong life and it's going to battle something, why not? It's happened many times in the past. Polio, measles, mumps. You know, things have happened. They come up with a vaccine. There's fight back from society. Then we realize, hey, it's cool. It took care of it. And here we are. I think this is another one of those. 
we're going to be a-okay. A-okay is a good statement, right? We want everything a-okay, including our home. We want it comfortable. We want to be there. We want to enjoy being there. If there's something that doesn't make you feel that way, we got just the people you should call. Olsa Construction. Olsa Construction works hard to help its customers enjoy their home, be comfortable, watch TV, see something in their house, and just smile. Like, hey, this is my place. Olsa Construction does that. Brothers Keith Miles and Tommy Olson will use their more than 10 years of experience to take care of your home renovations from start to finish with your thoughts and opinions taken with every step of the journey. The licensed and insured family-owned and operated company prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty on any job. Whether it be roofing, siding, windows, doors, stairs, deck designs, floors and tiling, garage additions, room additions, or full remodels. For a free estimate from Olson Construction, who can do everything that is listed and more. They can do everything, absolutely everything. Call 815-910-5982. Check out the Olson Construction LLC page on Facebook or send an email to olsonconstruction19 at gmail.com. Well, that is the intro. Let's get to the amazing conversation with Brooklyn Gertz, now graduated from Seneca, moving on to Indiana State University. She talks about everything Seneca, her excitement level going into Indiana State. She's pumped. She's ready. Wasn't going to go to college. Now she is. It's a beautiful thing, right? Life throws haymakers at you every day. We will be back real soon with another episode of Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Until then, peace. If you've been listening to Edge of Your Seat Podcast or following us on social media and things that we retweet from the awesomeness of coaches and superintendents and athletic programs sharing what their athletes are doing. Our guest today has been all over everything that I just mentioned. I've said her name on Edge of Your Seat Podcast a gazillion amount of times because of everything she was able to do during her senior year at Seneca. I am talking about Brooklyn Gertz. Brooklyn, thank you for joining us and how are you today? Thank you for having me. I'm doing pretty good. Hopefully that was the most awesomest intro that I could do for the (laughs) most awesomest stuff that you did this season. Oh, yeah, it was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Because seriously, you were everywhere. You didn't do anything in the fall, and then it was like basketball, volleyball, track, bam, 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 and I'm awesome at everything. That's kind of what it seemed like. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) All right, I'm going to hold back from saying the word awesome. I think I just did it like seven (laughs) times. We got the point across. Let's start right there. I mean, this is your senior year at Seneca. COVID-19 makes everything weird, but then there's more opportunities to play different sports, but some might be condensed. And it was just a goofy, everything thrown in a pot and mixed up and see what we get in a bowl kind of season how did it affect you and how were you able to still be able to do what you did so when covid first started and everybody was saying like we weren't gonna have sports and everything i think that's when i started to realize like sports were my life and like i couldn't live without it so right as we got a season i wanted to give it a hundred percent all that i had just so i could know that i gave my all Gotcha. So you're like, it doesn't matter how many games we get. It doesn't matter how short the season is. 
I'm doing everything the best that I can. Yes. And your stats and records definitely showed that. Basketball, <laughs> I mean, you made All-State. Did you make AP and Illinois Basketball Coaches Association? Yeah. I know I made IBCA because I just played in that game like a few weekends ago. Perfect. I mean, it doesn't matter which All-State it is. You're an All-State caliber player. <laughs> and IBCA represented by the best of the best. If you get in those all-star games, if you're mentioned by them, that means you are the best. <laughs> Talk about that all-star game real quick. I mean, again, they pick out the best players in the state, throw you on a court and say, let's see what you can do. How was that experience for you? <laughs> it was super awesome. I kind of went in, like, I didn't know anyone there. Like, some of the girls, like, I didn't even know where they were from when they set their town. So I was like, oh, my gosh, this is kind of crazy, but... I went in and it was just, it was awesome. We, I made super good friendships in the hour that we had. <laughs> yeah, it was just super fun. Did your team win? We did. We won 168. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so there was no holding back. You're like, we're going to, no. we're, we're winning this. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. What is it about basketball that drew you in and, you know, made you as good of a player as you are? Well, my parents played basketball. Both of them played basketball in college. So I was kind of raised by playing basketball. So I've, I've always played basketball, like, my whole life. So I think that kind of helped. But my coach in high school really helped me to love the sport. All right. Let's do some name drops. Who are your parents? Um, Mark and Jenny Gertz. Perfect. Do you know where they went to college? They both went to Greenville College. They met there. Gotcha. So you've heard the stories. You knew that automatically. Yeah, I know where they're yeah. from. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love the parents' college stories, especially if they met there. <laughs> yep. And then your coach's name for basketball. Ted O'Boyle. Definitely. A name that has also been said on this podcast a lot and definitely in the last <laughs> couple episodes because we also spoke with softball representatives Brian Holman and Maggie Carpenter. Oh, yeah. So lots of Seneca going on at Edge of Your Seat podcast. In this basketball team you're on as a senior, you guys won the conference, right? Tri-County Conference? Yep. How did that feel? Because you guys have been a powerhouse in Seneca at least for the last four years. <laughs> yeah, we went, I think it was 12-1, and one, and the team that we lost to lost to one of our teams in our conference, so that's how we won, which, I mean, still a win, but... <laughs> uh, that's definitely a conference win in my book. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. And then you transfer over to volleyball, and it was real quick, because they didn't know if we were yeah. going to have any sports, and then all of a sudden, like a week before <laughs> basketball, they're like, hey, next Tuesday everybody get ready to play <laughs> and then oh, seriously yeah and then it was like 16 games 15 games and then what well, bam volleyball is like three days later yeah and then we had my coach scheduled so many games he scheduled like 22 i think it was in four weeks or in five weeks i think 22 games in five weeks yeah so they, sometimes we have like three games or like Two games in the weekdays and then maybe one on Saturday. It was super busy. I bet. He was just like, hey, we got an opportunity. 
only got five weeks. I'm going to jam-pack it and make sure we have a season. <laughs> Seriously. It was super fun, though. I'm glad he scheduled that many games just because we missed out on probably what was going to be a super big season for us. But, I mean, he kind of helped us regain that a little bit. Because it had to be kind of tough, like, knowing there's no regional, there's no sectional, there's no yeah, state tournament. Yeah, it was super tough. It was super tough for both sports, basketball and volleyball, because we were going to be really good in both. And to know that we weren't going to be able to prove that just kind of stunk. I definitely understand that. Hey. So at least you got something to work with. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Having track state definitely made it better. Because then you went out with a bang, like, hey, at least we got a state tournament and something, and we'll get right. to it in a minute. <laughs> but you balled out and track. But just kind of elaborate on that. I mean, you go through two sports that don't have a state tournament, and then the last one of the year, it's like, okay, we felt bad. There was no season at all last year, so you did not get a junior track campaign. Right. And then now you get to go to a state tournament. That had to be cool, bittersweet, sad, like all emotions all at one time. Oh, yeah, definitely was. I was super happy knowing that we were going to get something with state, just something with finals. But it was also sad because we didn't do the, like, the two-day where you, if you make it to day two, you, like, stay the night and then, like, with your whole team. And then you compete on that Saturday. I've done that my freshman and sophomore year. I did that, but obviously my junior year I couldn't. So just knowing what I was missing was kind of sad, but also I was very grateful that we got something. Definitely. And as a sophomore, you meddled, correctly? Yeah, I did. I meant to say correct. I say correctly. Whatever. <laughs> we meddled or we all meddly. <laughs> we'll just make up words here in Brooklyn. That's what we'll do. What was the medal that you received as a sophomore? I got fourth in pole vault and I got eighth in the four by two. So then you come in as a senior and we're like, watch this. You get, <laughs> you take two fifths and a sixth. Is that what you did? I got two-fifths, a six, and a fourth. And a fourth. All right, what was the fourth in? Uh, the four-by-one. And then the fifth was in hurdles? Yeah, both hurdles. So 100 hurdles and 300 hurdles, and then the sixth was pole vault, and you tied with teammate Keegan Johnson. Yes, yes, I did. Wow, Brooklyn, you were like, hey, watch this. I'm a senior. I'm going out the best that I can. <laughs> Talk about that day. I mean, you said it was all jam-packed into one day, so you didn't get that two-day experience. But, I mean, still a state tournament, and you're still competing against the best of the best in 1A, and you got, you crushed it. Your whole team actually did really, really well, and Maxwell, Coach Terry Maxwell, discusses everybody. But you in general, the relay teams were hard to beat and obviously meddled everywhere. Yeah, it was super crazy. It started out not as good as I would hoped, but I got a medal out of it, so I can't complain that much. First, I started with pole vault. I was just kind of upset that I didn't get what I wanted, but I, I obviously still did pretty good. But then I was like, I was kind of upset with myself and kind of like disappointed. So I was like, you know what, instead of 
being sad and being like disappointed the whole day and that kind of ruining all my events i'm gonna take my anger out on those events and just give it my all well if that's what you do when you're mad i will never make you mad brooklyn (laughs) but that's awesome congratulations for everything that you were able to do in track i mean it's not easy at a state meet i mean talk about Being a qualifier is fantastic, and it is, because when you get there, again, the level of competition is so tough. Just kind of speak on that and the level of athletes that you were battling. Yeah, it was crazy. When Our sectional is pretty good, but when we got to state, it was just crazy. Like, I looked at the times before, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, in hurdles, it was so crazy how fast these girls were. I was just shocked. It was awesome. But it was also awesome to be able to run against them and push myself as hard as I can. Did you get any PRs at State? I did. I got a PR in both hurdles, actually. I PR'd by, I think it was less than a second in both of them. But I was really pushing for a PR in my 300 hurdle. I was just glad that I got that in the... 100 hurdle was just a bonus. (laughs) Who doesn't like bonuses? (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Definitely. Well, that's awesome. Again, fantastic. Thank you. So you end your Seneca career doing that at State Track, walking away with four medals to add to the two that you already had, so six medals altogether. And then, you know, high school's over, don't know what you're going to do, and then you're like, hey, I'm going to college. Where are you going? <laughs> what are you going to do there? So, I am going to Indiana State to pole vault. And this was so last minute. I, like, literally, like, probably until, like, two and a half weeks ago, I was going to cosmetology school. And I didn't want anything to do with college. <laughs> I was done. I didn't. I was just wanted to move on. But then... Indiana State contacted me, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I want to go visit there. Just, it's D1, and, you know, (laughs) let's just go visit, see what it's like. And then I was, like, there, and they showed me around, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Like, I could compete at a D1 school. And they were, like, offering me money and stuff, and I was like, wow, this is real (laughs) so i took them up on the offer and i am going to indiana state so you're now a sycamore i am couple things on this first of all i went to siu in the missouri valley conference so we're kind of rivals you and i (laughs) but we can still be friends if you're okay with it yeah yeah no I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. And congratulations. I mean, anytime you can get to a D1 school in any sport, that is a milestone, a accomplishment that you should never overlook. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. And another thing I wanted to add, I am also an assistant coach for IVCC Women's Basketball, and we had our eye on you pretty much since senior year started for you. We kind of knew you were too good for IVCC. No offense to that school. I love it, but you know a special athlete when you see it. Thank you. Definitely. 
Well, every guest on Edge of Your Seat podcast must play a game. We are going to play Rank 'em. And you love sports? You like watching movies? Why don't we rank five sports movies? How's that sound, Brooklyn? <laughs> Perfect. Like how you just how we just tie things together. <laughs> All right. So the five movies I'm going to give you are Miracle Season, Rocky, Hoosiers, 42, and Bring It On. You can go either way you want to. You can go one to five, best to worst, or you can go five to one, your worst to best. Okay, I think I'm going to go best to worst. I think I'm going to start with Hoosiers. I love Hoosiers. Could watch it all the time. I know all the lines to it, so (laughs) just my favorite. As an old basketball fan, that makes me happy to... You're 18 years old? 17, 18? 18, yeah. And to have Hoosiers as your favorite out of these five, it makes me happy. (laughs) Yeah, I quote it all the time. Like, me and my family, like, when we got to state, we were like, how how tall is the hoop? And it was like, 10 feet. (laughs) Still 10 feet. (laughs) All right, what do you got at two? I think at two, I'm going to go Miracle Season, just because... I also like volleyball, but this was just a great movie. I watched it with my team, so I think that kind of made it more special. I'll kind of explain, but this girl, she ends up passing away on their team, and then they kind of, like, become a team. And so when we watched that as a team, I was like, guys, this needs to be us. So I think it was just kind of helpful for us. All right, so we got your top two. What about three, four, and five on this rank of the movies? I think my next one will probably be Rocky. I like that movie, concept of it, and how he goes from basically rags to riches and how he fights through the whole thing. And I like the fight he has. This will be a side one. Out of the Rocky movies, which one's your favorite? Uh, probably one. Okay. I always go with four with the Russian, but one is also an amazing one that started the whole story. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Number one is the best, but some movies are different. (laughs) No doubt, no doubt. What about your fourth pick? I think 42 is probably the next one. I just like how he comes in and like everybody's, I mean, mean to him kind of, but he stays strong in what he believes in and like what he wants to accomplish and he does it so definitely that was an amazing story but an amazing guy to make that story happen wish you know yes could meet jackie robinson if there's one person that i would love to meet that you know has gone past definitely jackie robinson and everything he had to endure and struggle through and seriously man craziness and then I think the last one will probably bring it on. It's a good movie, but obviously the other ones are better. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be a boy for a second, because it came out like the end of my high school run or beginning of college. I don't remember when, but it was around that time. And I watched it with a girlfriend, and I'm like, what is this? This is <laughs> so stupid, so corny. But it had a bunch of very attractive actresses. So you're like, you know what? Yeah, maybe I'll just have to watch it. That's funny. Yeah, I watched it because I did cheer for most of my life until I moved to Seneca. So I did cheer up until I was in seventh grade. 
from when I was three. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Lots of cheering in there. Yes. But you're like, you know what? Rocky, 42, Hoosiers, <laughs> they're all better. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Brooklyn, thank you so much for joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Congratulations on a fantastic four years at Seneca. And I know you put in the time, you put in the work, that you're going to do big things at Indiana State. So congrats to going there and everything you're doing in life. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.